At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. 56% of job seekers say their biggest challenge is finding a job that matches their qualifications, according to an Express Employment Professionals Harris Poll survey. The job search can be a lonely process, but Express Employment Professionals can be your one connection to finding a job that fits. Each year, hundreds of thousands of people find work through their local Express office. Find the location near you at ExpressPros.com. With no fees for job seekers, visit ExpressPros.com. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Free agency is going to be starting this weekend. We're already hearing rumblings about teams that are going to make a push for certain players. One of those players that is a free agent is Kawhi Leonard and Brad Powers with the stories that are out circling around social media that Kawhi Leonard will be meeting with the Los Angeles Lakers. An earlier report said that LeBron James would be in the meeting, that Kobe Bryant would be asked to be in a meeting, that Magic Johnson would be there. Ramona Shelbourne says that although Magic Johnson has been asked to be a part of the meeting. He cannot be there. Stephen A. Smith is saying that Kawhi Leonard is asked just for Jeannie Buss and Magic Johnson to be in the meeting. Very confusing. All sorts of NBA rumors and, and, and things circling around social media. What do we know right now about Kawhi Leonard and the Lakers as far as Vegas sees it? Well, Jonas, no matter who is in that meeting, at least the odds say that the Lakers' chances of getting Kawhi have dramatically improved just in the last 24 hours. Yes, on yesterday's show, as far as the teams to get Kawhi for this upcoming season, Raptors were still the favorite, although money was starting to come in against them. Raptors, 60-plus percent chance to get Kawhi. That was yesterday. Lakers, 8-1 to one yesterday. Now today, the Raptors only a slight favorite now in the marketplace to get Kawhi. Minus 125, the Raptors are. The Lakers now go from 8-1 to one to a little bit less than 2-1. to one. So their chances, what's the math on that, Fez? Is that quadrupling their chances of getting Kawhi in just the last 24 hours? Absolutely. And I, the way I like to look at it is prior to yesterday, it was pretty much, is Kawhi going to stay in Toronto? 
that was the favorite, or is he going to go to the Clippers, that number two choice? Now the Clippers and the Lakers are both like co-number um, two choices. So really, it looks to be a three-team race right now with Kawhi. And I got to tell you, the World Series of Poker main event starts July 4th. I think Kawhi Leonard should play in it because he has the best poker face of anyone. <laughs> He's not giving away anything in terms of where he wants to go, right? No question. And Jonas, you're right there on the scene in L.A. What's the, the mood been like in the last 24 hours I mean, there in L.A.? It's your typical Laker arrogance. They assume that they're going <laughs> to land Kawhi Leonard, and, and, and this is all set up so they can go out and they can get Kawhi Leonard. But I find it odd that we all of a sudden know where Kawhi Leonard's going to go, yet nobody's ever really heard him talk. I mean, he said four words publicly. Two of those conversations were laughs. One of them was serious. The other, he mocked his own laugh. Yet everybody thinks they know where he's going to end up and where he's going to go in free agency. Here's what I find a little bit funny. So, it went from 8 to 1 down to 2 to 1 in less than 24 hours. Yep. Okay. What is the NFL equivalent of that? If if odds drop that much in the NFL, it's because something for sure happened like an injury, correct? Yeah, I would certainly say an injury or a dramatic game result. Would that be it, Fez? Yeah, I, I can't imagine any scenario where you could have a team go from 8-1 to one to 2-1. to one. It's like Tom Brady in his prime is going to go to the Jacksonville Jaguars when the Jaguars are good. I can't even come up with an example. So that's, that's what I'm saying. So that would take a clear-cut something to happen, something significant to happen. Well, what has significantly happened in the last 24 hours that would make a line move go from 8-1 to one to 2-1? to one? He didn't sign anywhere. These are all rumors. So who's got enough stroke in the media that is throwing stuff out there that now all of a sudden the line drops that much? A lot of people listening to Stephen A. Smith and as soon as he reports that Kawhi is strongly considering the Lakers, I got to tell you, Jonas, this feels a little bit to me like an overreaction in the marketplace. Yeah, and keep in mind, Jonas, this is an NFL futures market to dramatically improve a line. This is a lot less liquid of a market, a lot less money involved, a lot less money uh, it takes to move a line. It's only going to take a few, a couple of uh, bets here at, at one, a couple of casinos to move the lines. Now, it takes a little bit more than that to move it from 8-1 to one down to 2-1, to one, but again, a lot less liquid of a market than an NFL future. And we are seeing just talking and Lakers, an enormous change in what the odds have been just over the last two months. And I think you've got that that history, Brad, with the um, that the Lakers initially were just to win the title next uh, this coming year. They were plus four fifty right back in May. And oh, well, no, that was yesterday, Fest. That was yesterday. Yes, they were tw- before they signed AD. The Lakers were twenty to one. They sign AD, then all of a sudden they go down to like plus four fifty, and we're talking odds for next year. Who's going to win the title for next year? That is also dropping that market, Jonas. Lakers right now plus 250 to win the title for next year. That's dropped 200 cents in the last 24 hours. That tells me that something's at least afoot, whether it be Kawhi, Kyrie, some type of max contracts getting offered there because the fact that that line moved that much says... You know, the Lakers' chances of getting at least one of these guys has certainly improved. Now, what about the Lakers versus the field? All right, if you were to look at next year and you were to just bet, similar to the Tiger Woods effect in golf, Tiger versus the field, which is always the fun one we did back in the day, the Lakers versus the field, where do we stand? So, yeah, this will be Lakers versus the field if they sign Kawhi Leonard. And keep think about that. Let's see, LeBron James, Anthony Davis, Kawhi Leonard – and we're gonna have Fe- we're finally I think gonna get the Fez's top five player list. Oh, I, I got a wait. sneaky suspicion 
that at least two, maybe three of those guys are going to be in your top five. And if that's the case, if we've ever seen that before in the history of the NBA, three top five, top six players on the same team, I'll give you my number, and then Fez is going to give it his number. I would, first number that came to mind was even. Pick them. Lakers versus the field, pick them, which is similar to what uh, Michael Jordan and the Bulls were against the field when that was offered 20 years ago in the mid-'90s. But then I started thinking, you know, who else is left? I, 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 Lakers small favor versus the field. Like, minus 120 makes sense to me. Fez, what's your number? I had the similar logic. I make the Lakers a small favorite, and frankly, it's all about – Hey, if the Lakers get Kawhi, they're getting all the free agents. So now all of a sudden, Toronto gets weakened. The Clippers get weakened. All these other teams, Brooklyn, that we were worried about were going to like upgrade potentially, are less likely to be good and to be a contender. And I go back to, think about Golden State. Golden State was minus 200 versus the field last year with the big four. And really, it was a big three because Draymond was a big dud most of the year. So if Golden State was that big of a favorite with all these other good players you know, that were out there... Now, with a weakened NBA, if you will, and Durant likely out for the year, all of a sudden, I think with the big three, you'd have to make the Lakers the favorite versus the field. Okay, who are the big free? And this is what I want to ask you guys. All right, the big free agents that are out there that could make a line move like this are who? That are available? Kawhi Leonard, Kyrie Irving, and who else? Who, who else is available that could move a line like this? Well, two more guys I would say would move the needle. It would be Jimmy Butler. And latest uh, rumors have him potentially being traded, of course, from Philadelphia. And uh, Kemba Walker, of course, would be the other one that could you know, move the needle. Let me say this, Jonas. No one's moving the line as much as Kawhi. Right. Mainly because he's exactly what the Lakers need as far as also you know, having the defensive ability. Uh, Kyrie doesn't have that on that side of the ball. I, I still think you know, there would be some deficiencies on the Lakers on the defensive side of the ball, uh, even if they sign a Kyrie. No one's moving the needle as much as Kawhi. If, say they sign Kyrie, if we're doing hypothetical Lakers versus the field, I don't have the Lakers minus 120 if they sign Kyrie. Do you agree with that, Fez? I agree with that. The one caveat I do want to say is that in many ways, Kyrie seems to be tied to Kevin Durant. So two years from now, um, getting Kyrie is going to increase your chances to also get KD. And so long-term, the, the Kyrie with KD combo package really makes me bullish on that team two years from now, not next year. So that being said, if, if if you feel strongly enough that Kawhi is still not going to go to L.A., if you think, man, I'm hearing these reports, I'm seeing all this stuff, but I just still doesn't seem like a good fit to me, is now the time you jump on everybody assuming that that's the move and go against the Lakers and fade L.A. moving into next season? Absolutely not in terms of betting everyone else because the dastardly bookies, Jonas, we talk about all these odds that are changing on the Lakers. The odds aren't going up on all these other teams. When you think about it, they should be, right? If it's more likely Kawhi Leonard's going to go to the Lakers, then all of a sudden I should be getting 12-1 to 1 on Toronto, and I should be getting higher odds on teams like the Clippers. But that's not happening because the bookie is pricing the best-case scenario for all of these teams. So I think because of that, there is absolutely no value taking any team but the Lakers. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. I'm not guarding like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because they didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. We have been telling the audience, people listening to this show, that we were going to get to this list for the past several days. And look, the show takes on a mind of its own, and it just starts to go in different directions organically, and things start to happen. And so it kind of gets pushed aside and pushed aside and pushed aside. But we said, no, Friday it's got to get done. Friday it has to happen. And this list is Steve Fezzik's top five NBA players. Now, Fez, how much preparation went into this before we unveil the list? How much work went into this list so people can't just poo-poo it and say, oh, he's just jotting down a bunch of names? I've been working on this list, Jonas, for about two weeks. And as you recall, (laughs) I had a five-way tie. Talk about covering your bases for best player in the NBA. And I have finally differentiated it. I have my top five. All right. So without further ado, we've teased it. We've promoted it. We've talked about it for several days. Fez finally broke his five-way tie. So here we go. Steve Fezzik's top five NBA players. Let her rip. All right, one player not on the list, Kevin Durant, because of injury, is not on the list. This is just a list for who's going to be the best player this coming year. So number one, Giannis. What's the last name? 
the Greek freak Giannis. <laughs> well played. Uh, obviously top player on offense, but a key distinguisher, his play on defense as well, right behind Rudy Gobert for number one defensive player of the year. And because of that, Giannis gets the nod as my number one player in the NBA. Number two. Number two. James Harden. Ooh. All right. He doesn't play defense like Giannis. He doesn't play defense like Kawhi, but we cannot ignore he had a historical season on offense. He carried the Rockets. Chris Paul was out for a month. Capella was out for a month. James Harden was so good on the offensive side of the ball. I got to give him number two. Yeah, and, and a guy coming off a season as far as averaging in a 40-game span, 40 points per game is what James Harden did last season, something we've only seen one other player do in NBA history, that being Will Chamberlain. Solid list so far, Fez. Who's number three? Number three, LeBron James. So now I can hear everyone say, no, wait a minute, Fez. He wasn't even a top five player last year. He's a year older at age 34 currently. But I'll make the case that, think about it, eight straight NBA finals, the wear and tear on his body. But last year, he only had to play 55 games, and he was playing at an elite level up to Christmas Day with the groin injury. The Lakers were 20 and 14. They were number four seed in the West. He was playing tremendous ball up to that point. I think we can see a return of that. LeBron James, number three. Yeah, first time in nearly a decade that he doesn't have to play that extra two months of playoff basketball, high intensity. I think you got a point there. Any thoughts so far, Jonas? Well, and let's be honest here. It's not like he was playing high intensity when he was in the games. <laughs> I mean, you remember that? I mean, he basically rolled a ball and let it go out of bounds which looked like uh, a two-year-old bowling without the bumpers on, and it just it just rolled out of bounds. <laughs> he threw another ball off the backboard. He had to be pushed uh, into helping out on defense by Kyle Kuzma. I mean, you know, he didn't he didn't exactly expend a lot of en- energy, and it's hard to expend a lot of energy when you're drinking uh, like that two-buck chuck wine on your way to the arena like he was oh, caught on geez. video doing. I'm just saying, like, so there wasn't a lot that, that he did. So I actually would agree with Fez going into next season. Fast. Who's number four? Number four. Well, number three was a Laker, LeBron James. Number four might be a Laker, Kawhi Leonard. Now, I know what everyone's asking. Hey, how come Kawhi's not number one? I just saw him outplay everybody else and carry the Raptors to the title. And it really comes down to the load management. He only played 60 games over the course of the season. If you told me I could have Kawhi playing 75 games and playing at that level he was playing in the playoffs and be able to continue that through, obviously we could make a case for number one. But because of only 60 games, games and some small health concerns i made him number four Kawhi leonard number five Fez. number five what's this anthony davis it's yet another laker wow all right so now everyone's gonna come and say hey anthony davis not a factor last year how can you put him in your top five well the year before he was third in the mvp voting seemed to recall him single-handedly crushing the portland trailblazers in the first round of the playoffs he's played 61 games every year other than last year despite everyone talking about how he's made out of plexiglass and is always seemingly injured so um ad my number five player so wait uh I'm making sure I heard you right. Number three could be as a Laker, LeBron James. Number four could be a Laker, Kawhi. Number five is a now a Laker and Anthony Davis. Hmm. <laughs> it sounds like a pretty stacked team. Now, coincidentally, we were teasing this, Jonas, like you mentioned, for several days, this list. But just the other day, Colin Coward happened to do his top NBA player list. One guy he had in the top five that I didn't hear you say, Fez, Steph Curry, where's yes. he at on your Thank list? Thank you. 
He's very next on my list. And I, I got to be honest. Very next. What's that mean? He's number six on my All list. All right. Fair and, enough. And on my top five <laughs> list, the reason Steph did not make top I love Steph. And he makes everybody better. But I can't ignore the fact that when Durant went down, when Clay went down, you saw that Steph, he could step it up for a game. But then he just did not seem to be able to continue it throughout the playoffs. And you have to wonder, now that he's 31, whether he's going to be able to improve. I know some of these other guys are at the very peak of their career. Fez, let me, Jonas, let me, I just have a quick question on the Steph Curry stuff. All right. So you're looking at the top five players going into next season. I'm assuming that's just the regular season, correct? No, regular season and playoffs. Okay. Both. Because wouldn't you, couldn't I make the case that because he doesn't have a lot of help next season, he's going to have to do more and you can make the case that maybe Steph Curry could be in that top five? Or do you think that he really is, not that he's a product of the system, but he does benefit from having those other players around him? Gosh, I don't know if I'd call him a product of the system. He might be the system, right? Yes. He makes everyone else, you know, so much better. But uh, certainly, when playoff time comes and you got to go to a guy, um, I think we saw that you know Steph did not seem to be able to go ahead and create the shots as well as some of these other players. Yeah, I think Jonas's point is kind of valid because last two times Steph had to carry a team at least in the regular season, uh, like he's going to have to this year. He was the MVP, the two-time MVP, but he's uh, three, four years older now. And heck, he was worn down at the end of this year's playoff, just carrying the team for what, a 10, 12-game stretch? You know, I, I, not a bad list, Fez. But I mean, considering it took you two weeks and what, <laughs> seven or eight different drafts, I think we saw each day for like two weeks, he's coming in with a different draft, Jonas. So solid job by you. And look, uh, it's it, we go from the history of Steve Fezzik's list. I mean, the most anticipated list in the history of this show. And we go to something. And before we get to break, I wanted to throw this by you guys. Because actually, history was made last month in the betting world. Nevada, believe it or not, may no longer be the betting capital in the U.S. Brad Powers, take it away. Yeah, and I, Fez has actually got the numbers on this. But for the first time ever, a state other than Nevada actually had the most bet sports betting action last month. And that state was, Fez? The state was New Jersey that wrote $320 million in action, slightly more than Nevada. And what was interesting about this, Brad, is that Nevada set a record for writing uh, sports bets in May this past month and for the, for the state itself, for the Nevada. state of Nevada, but it was not no longer a record overall because the action has picked up so much in New Jersey. And I got to say it, we've always been the sports betting capital of the country, if not the world here in Nevada. And now I have serious concerns about that being the case going forward, because with all this legalization of all these states, let's face it, population, there's a whole lot more people living on the East Coast than on the West Coast. And a lot of... Well, in Nevada, you got to drive four hours to get here from L.A. Yeah, absolutely. And L.A., you know, they may well be legalizing sports down the road. On the ballot, there's an initiative in 2020 to move forward with that. Now, that's the change that could really hurt the Nevada handle numbers. So in a couple of years, are we no longer straight out of Vegas? Are we straight out of Atlantic City? Does, <laughs> well, that, I, does that ring enough uh, for you, Jonas? Well, I just, I don't think we need to overreact. I mean, look, uh, the return of Jersey Shore meant an increase in the popularity of the state of New Jersey. I think everything's going to calm down. I think we're going to calm down. And plus, you're going to have the Raiders soon. If anything, I, if I were you guys, I would almost be more excited about this because where there's competition creates improvements all across the board. What do you think happens in Vegas? 
Are we? Is it going to get to the point to where they replace those guys that are handing out the pam- pamphlets for like $10 massages on the strip? And those are now going to be betting booths? I mean, what are they going to do in Vegas to counteract what's happening in Jersey? Well, Vegas has basically sat back on their laurels and done nothing for years. I'd argue classic monopoly situation where, hey, take it or leave it. Um, our, we're going to close down our sports books at 9 o'clock at night. You want to get down on a game, you, you bet it tomorrow morning or you should have made it here on time. And now you look at the creative offerings that are happening in New Jersey that's only had sports betting for a year. You look at like college football season totals, Brad. You mentioned to me it, you want to get down on any of the lesser teams. I want to get down on UTEP's college football. Football season win total. <laughs> Jonas, I can't right here in Nevada right now. I can in Atlantic City. Yeah, in Vegas, we've got like 30 teams on the board. And Atlantic City, they have every team on the board and creative options like cash out of your bet. You know, um, after you've made a bet, Nevada has really um, not moved forward. And finally, they started to do more with like the in-running wagering and the like. But they are still, I would argue, as far as innovation, I would give Nevada a D minus. I know RJ feels the same way about this and hopefully this change is going to jumpstart everyone in Nevada into uh, producing more creative offerings. God, I can't wait to see Fez sitting in a sports book in Atlantic City. He's got money on Wyoming, and right next to him is Vinny and Snooky from the Jersey Shore. That is going to be a sight to <laughs> I don't even think he... Do you know who those, those people are? Fest? I know that like Snooky is like somewhat diminutive, right? From Jersey Shore. That's <laughs> all diminutive. I know. Yeah, diminutive. I don't think I've heard that word about Snooky. Yeah, she can hide. She can hide behind a shot glass. Uh, yes, that that that's what she is. She uh, sits on a curb and her feet dangle. There you go. Wait, 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 wait a height shamer, Fez. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. At Bed 365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. 
he's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's been a long time. Uh, I have done my best on weekend overnights. I have tried to shoehorn in NFL and college football talk topics because I feel like there's people are starving for football talk, and we finally deliver. Brad Powers, you are a college football expert. Tell me about what I guess is the epitome of top-heavy at the top of the sport when it comes to college football. Yeah, and it starts with the two teams that have won the combined last four national championships, Alabama and Clemson. And right now, it's gotten so top-heavy, Jonas, that there's several books right here in town in Vegas. You ask, Fez was mentioned about creativity, a little bit of creativity here. Alabama and Clemson versus the field in college football. Two teams versus the remaining 128 teams. And right now, Alabama and Clemson, the clear favorite. You have to bet $170 to win 100 if you think Alabama and or Clemson or Clemson <laughs> wins the national championship this upcoming season. Makes a lot of sense. Go back to last year's semifinals. Those are supposed to be the four best teams in college football. And in those two games, Alabama and Clemson are laying nearly two touchdowns in the semifinals. That's how much those two programs, those two head coaches, with two quarterbacks coming back uh, to, to the top two Heisman favorites, have separated themselves from the rest of college football. Now, what about the ACC? Um, because we were talking before the show, and you you said something that, that surprised me because I didn't know there was this much of a gap. Obviously, there was a clear gap. Florida State was down. We get all that. It was, it was a bad year maybe for the ACC if you look back on it last year. But how much better is Clemson than everybody else in the conference? So this is historic. Uh, you know, I've been doing power ratings back to my, you know, at my other previous job. Phil Steele does a really good preview magazine. I have never seen a team separate themselves from the rest of the conference. Right now, as a pure power rating, Clemson's at least 17 points better than any other team in the ACC. Don't believe me. Jonas, there's a thing called a game of the year line out there right now where it takes the biggest games of the college football season, and you can bet those games right now, multiple books in Vegas. So let's think about who could be the second best team in the ACC. Maybe Florida State, who's going to be much improved. Well, Clemson's laying 25 points against Florida State. It's a home game, but that still says Clemson's three touchdowns better. All right, let's think of other comparisons. You know, Syracuse has beat Clemson two years Mm -hmm. ago, won 10 games last year, almost beat Clemson a year ago. Uh, That game's in the Carrier Dome, week three. Clemson is about an 18-point favorite in the Carrier Dome. Again, saying Clemson's about three touchdowns better. I've never seen it. One team in one conference being two-plus touchdowns better than anybody else. Fez? Let me ask you, Brad. Do you think this lack of parity, the Alabama and Clemson dominance, is that good or bad for college football? I think it's bad, and TV ratings have said that. There was some fatigue that the lowest rating of the four matchups they've met each other the last four years in the playoffs— the last meeting, the 44-16 win over Clemson, was the lowest rating. 
And to me, that should have been a higher rating because I thought more people would tune in. Hey, the maybe the fall of the Alabama dynasty. This is the first time we've seen Nick Saban get blown out in a game, and yet the TV ratings were the worst that we've seen in what was at least a competitive game, at least for a half, Jonas. Well, and but here's the problem. There's nothing you can really do about it other than maybe there's an injury or they miss out on some recruits. And once you get the ball rolling, and Brad, you know this, when it comes to recruiting, you know, one player knows the kid in the class behind him. The next one knows another head coach. And when you start to build up that rapport and you get your own recruiting class, it's a snowball effect. There's nothing you can do about it. It's, there's not a draft. There's no, there's no lottery. The best teams are always going to get the best players. So while I, I, I see it from one angle that it's bad for the sport, that it is so top-heavy, I don't know that there's anything you can do about it. Somebody's just got to gotta get it together and pull off an upset or try and figure out recruiting. Otherwise, it's going to stay the same way. Yeah, totally agree with that. It's up to the rest of college football to catch up. A Georgia to finally get over the hump and beat an Alabama. But if you're expecting this to change anytime soon, good luck. I mean, unless Nick Saban retires and Dabo Sweeney decides to maybe go to the NFL, which I, I don't think either is going to happen in the next couple of years, Alabama just signed the number one recruiting class for this year. And next year's recruiting class for Clemson is on pace to be the best in the history of college football. <laughs> Nothing's changing anytime soon, Jonas. Oh, that's amazing. All right, so that is the uh, the college football landscape. Uh, before we get to break, Fezzik, uh, Steve Fezzik with us here, our NFL expert. You have got a, uh, in talking about top-heavy in the NFL, you've got your top teams in the NFL, but there's also the bottom teams and expectations heading into next year. Yeah, so let's talk about the big four in the NFL. What a contrast in the NFL, where it really is still pretty wide open versus college football. Uh, New England, uh, Kansas City, the Rams and New Orleans. All four of these teams, Jonas, are six to one and eight to one to win the title. And all four of those teams have a season win number that's comparable. Three of them are ten and a half. That's Kansas City, the Rams, and New Orleans. They're supposed to win ten and a half games. I know they can't win exactly ten and a half. That's their season win number. New England has the highest season win number at eleven. And frankly, that's so high just because their division is so weak with Miami, Buffalo, and the Jets. Now, can I tell you what uh, a moron like myself? This is how I think when it comes to gambling. I'm already, and I've said this, I'm going to fade New Orleans next season because how many times can you lose? in a catastrophic way to end your season and just expect, oh, no big deal. We'll just be right back the next year. I mean, <laughs> you can only get struck by lightning enough times. It's not like the guy sitting at the bar at the great outdoors who's been struck 66 times. How many times does New Orleans have to get struck by lightning before we go, yeah, those were a couple really good opportunities. Maybe this whole thing's coming to an end. You know, Jonas, I don't think that's so square at all. In fact, we must be rubbing off a little bit on all you. Right. I think that's relatively sharp. And New Orleans, at least... Starting off this season, been perennial slow starters. Last five years, in their first two games of the season, New Orleans is one and nine straight up, Jonas. Uh, uh, Steve Fezzik, before we get out, uh, get to break here, the bottom of the NFL, how's it looking? I know two teams are appear- apparently worse than everybody else. Yeah, two clear-cut favorites to be the worst in the NFL, and they're Miami and Arizona. Both teams are projected to win five games. And I got to tell you, Jonas, not a surprise, as bad a year as Arizona had last year, that they're at five. But this really shows how sharp the marketplace is, that the Miami Dolphins, who won seven games last year, they're lined at five, and Vegas is saying that seven-win season. You remember that win against the Patriots with all those laterals? Uh 
Miami's a fraud, and Vegas does not like the Dolphins at all. Well, he may have uh, started off life on third base, but he's still in the batter's box. Uh, how about Josh Rosen? My God, can he catch a break? <laughs> I mean, he goes from one <laughs> from one diaper fire to another in his NFL career. That's uh, that's amazing. So, uh, so congratulations to the Dolphins and the Cardinals and the Josh Rosen effect. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Any college baseball fans out there, if you're traveling to see your team and need a place to stay, two words for you, graduate hotels. We stayed at the Nashville location for the SEC tournament. It was awesome. Beautiful rooms, cool vibe, and perfect location. They have over 30 hotels in the best college towns, and get this, they'll give you up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Book today at graduatehotels.com. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. 